press pause on life and play on us while we talk about the stuff that matters. And the stuff that doesn't. Welcome to our first episode. We decided to start Give Me a Break because we all love podcasts and we figured why not. And we love chatting shit in our spare time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, so... Welcome to our podcast. We're going to be talking about three main topics each week. Um, things that happen in the news, things that happen in our life. Things that are hilarious. <laughs> Pretty much anything and everything. We have five minutes to talk about each topic and it can be literally anything. Um, a little bit about us. My name is Ailish. I'm Nicolette. And I'm Bella. And we all work together. We're all in our 20s and we work as journalists in Western Australia. In regional Western Australia. Yes, country bumpkins. <laughs> as you would describe yourself. <laughs> yeah. So sit down and buckle up and listen to our podcast. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. So our first topic we're going to deep dive into today is about Kim Kardashian and her birthday drama. So if you're not across it, which I'm not sure if you guys are, you're up to date with Kim K and her Twitter um, I have had a look at this, uh, very controversial. Yeah. So basically if you don't know, she rented out a private Island for her 40th birthday and then tweeted all about it. And she's gotten <laughs> a lot of backlash. Um, cause obviously coronavirus is still a very big thing. And I thought it was definitely something worth discussing. I've always wanted a dog for my birthday, let alone going to a private Island. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I think it was pretty rich where she wrote that she was feeling humbled and blessed. Definitely gave it a new meaning. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got down here, I actually copied some of her tweet down. So she said she did a big thread, but basically she said, 40 and feeling so humbled and blessed. Before COVID, I don't think any of us truly appreciated what a simple luxury it was to be able to travel and be together with family and friends in a safe environment. After two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could just pretend things were normal for a brief moment in time. How do you surprise someone if you've gone into quarantine and done health screens? Yeah, true. <laughs> and I just thought it was really funny how she was saying, like, it's a simple luxury when she's renting Literally out a private island. I was island thinking. <laughs> while, like, people are unemployed and dying. Or the fact that she talks about being able to travel while half the world is still, you know, suffering with COVID. Yeah, literally. Like I heard on the radio today that I think in France and some countries they're going back into lockdown because cases are still so high and stuff in Europe. Well, even in Melbourne, you couldn't even travel more than 25 kilometres. Yeah, they've only just started to be able yeah. to like go to a cafe and stuff. So pretty, pretty rich. But yeah, she's copped heaps of flack online. People are saying that like it was just really tone deaf and... Basically, it was an example of, like, why we should tax everyone who's super rich. But so I was like, yes, eat the rich. <laughs> You've always had that man mentality. <laughs> I, love, I love a bit of socialism, but that's okay. I read an article um, on Junkie, which I put – we'll put in the show notes if you guys want to have a read. Um, it was by Michelle Renix, and they basically just said that it was really tone deaf and um, Kim had an inability to read the room. And a good quote I just pulled from this was, Kim K's inability to just read the damn room is astonishing. To ignore that so many people are struggling to live after losing their jobs, family members and their own health due to COVID-19 truly is a choice to make. 
Plus this idea that just because her closest inner circle quarantined for two weeks somehow makes their trip normal, ignores the staff who waited on this group, were forced to wear masks and be exposed to large groups of people too. In the infamous words of her own sister, Kourtney Kardashian, Kim, there's people that are dying. (laughs) I feel like that basically sums up my thoughts on this so perfectly because like... It's fucked. <laughs> what do you reckon about being one of those people that were wearing masks, uh, being wait staff there? Yeah. I reckon that would have been cooked. Yeah. Like, it'd, it'd be, be so scary. Would like, what the? would have been pretty cool to put on your resume, though. Yeah. Wore a mask at Kim Kardashian's yeah. 40th birthday. <laughs> True. It's how, like, just shows how, if you're, like, rich, you basically have the power to do anything, though. Like, she could rent out a private island and they got to, like, quarantine for two weeks, made sure they were safe. And then the staff were basically just forced to be exposed to whatever because obviously they'd need the money. But also, like, this whole surprise thing just keeps, like, getting me. That she said that she surprised them, yet they quarantined. But, like, when you take a holiday or you go to a friend's birthday, you take time to plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe that it was, like, surprise, go quarantine for two weeks, take your COVID test, and then <laughs> now we're all going on an island. Actually, I saw a tweet that's actually included in that article from Craig Mazin. He said, the word humbly isn't magic. If you add it to a bowl of shit, it's still a bowl of shit. <laughs> and he quote tweeted Kim's um, tweets with, like, all of her pics from the party saying that. And I was like, fuck, that's actually really funny. That is very good. <laughs> Another thing I saw her do was she actually, like, tweeted, I think it was a link to a story or something about her or, like, more photos of her um, party and then was like, now that I've got your attention, like, make sure you're registered to vote. And I was like, oh, interesting. And everyone was saying, why didn't you just spend your money from your, like, voting, I mean, from your big party to actually, like, Put together a voting campaign. Yeah, or, like, support, (laughs) like, Joe instead of – because isn't Kanye, like, running for president? Yeah, that was the last that I heard. Yeah, or is he just only in, on the ballot paper in one state or something? Yeah, oh, yeah, I think that's true. But he's, like, encouraging people to still, like, write his name. Yeah. And I'm like, But what? is that just, like, what the Kardashians are about, just doing this stupid yeah, shit true. so they can get people's attention? Oh, and definitely. Break the instance. internet. And, yeah. Like, Chris is a queen at this. That is true. She's amazing. Like, I do have a lot of respect for her. She's built an incredible brand empire. for that family. Yeah, 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 literally, that's right, an empire. So... That's wild. But, yeah, we'd love to know your thoughts, so feel free to send us a message or something and let us know what you think of the Kim K scandal. My topic comes from an ABC article called Gone Without a Bra During COVID, 19 and Reluctant to Make the Switch Back. Here's how bras impact your body. So this article pretty much, it's by Kate Mindina. If you're one of those women who reaches to unclip your bra clasp as soon as you arrive home, chances are isolation COVID-19 brought with it was welcome relief for you. So I find this really interesting because as a lady, a part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, I've just always <laughs> Me. Like, hardly ever worn bras and always worn bralettes or nothing yeah i'm in the same boat there i have to disagree i have huge knockers and they are (laughs) honestly i go for a run and i've got to strap these bad boys down so i love that article i love the angle of it but for me i just could not forego my bra like it would honestly be a tragedy for everyone involved (laughs) so you reckon if you were like working from home all the time and shit that wouldn't like change your bra routine i've always been brought up I think, I think it's to do with how I've been brought up as well. You know, bras have always been supportive for me. Mm. So for me to not wear one, it's actually not almost not healthy. Um, 
and not going into too much detail, but you know, your boobs do tend to sag if they're not supported <laughs> very well. So I don't think I could go without a bra, even if I was just working from home, but that's just because of the size of these knockers. So. Yeah, no, I get that though. Like I've heard yeah. from some people who like wear bras in their sleep and stuff just because they find it more comfortable. I definitely yeah. haven't done that. I, I did try that, but oh, it was not comfortable at all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just whatever works for you. Yeah, I know. Even like since getting the, uh, my first professional job, like actually wearing bras, and I think I've had these bras since I was like 18. So <laughs> now you actually wear them. <laughs> But um, I guess something interesting like that it talked about is how there is like no science to support bra use and like how I guess also the thing about like that if you don't wear a bra you'll get breast cancer or things like that and I think that really what I take about all of this is just whatever do whatever's comfy for you. Like, I think so too. Yeah, I agree. I mean everybody's body's different. Everybody's body's different. Yeah, and we're seeing this even more prominently in social media as well so yeah I think social media has had a big impact on this as well because everyone's doing the whole like free the nipple thing yeah which is like such an interesting to take this like women's like posts are still being deleted off social media yeah and then you see like the those like real photos are trending so hard and it's like a guy's they're putting like photoshopping the guys' nipples onto <laughs> yeah, girls, I've and they're not being taken down. Genius creativity. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting though when it comes to like Instagram and stuff and what mm. they delete and what they don't. Because yeah. like, have you guys seen those posts? And it's like for breast cancer awareness, and it's kind of like the lumps and like yeah, bumps like and stuff. Women that have had um, mastectomies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like if it's usually someone with like an, like a, a real boob in the photo like that's the type of stuff that'll get deleted even if it's like educational surely instagram's run by men <laughs> honestly i wouldn't be surprised rich white men up in the office instagram's actually been... facebook there we go Zucky. Oh, Zucky. <laughs> the little lizard man robot <laughs> oh, i'm not surprised i heard on hack i think it was on hack um the other week they were talking about instagram and like censorship and about apparently instagram has come out and admitted that like the algorithm is inherently racist and like some photos of like black people and stuff were getting deleted and like because they violated this like these reasons when like they didn't and i was like oh interesting interesting very spicy do you think they'll ever i guess change those because i guess you have people that go on things like you know if you want to look at Things. A boob. Yeah, <laughs> you would just Google it, wouldn't you? Or Pornhub.com. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it depends what sense you want to look at it in. Yeah. Because if you want to look at a sexualized boob, then you'd go on Pornhub. Yeah. But like, if we're not sexualizing Sorry, Pornhub, boobs, not sponsored. <laughs> Sponsor us, Pornhub. Please if you're like it. looking at boobs in like a non-sexualized way, yeah. just that they exist, yeah, then like I mean, you should be able artists? to post that on. Want to look at Instagram? You know, you know, if you're at a nude beach and you just want to. Get, snap a selfie like you should be able to yeah. yeah so yeah interesting conversation but yeah wonders what we'll see with the free the nipple movement and the bra movement yes yeah, so <laughs> let's see where it goes in the future what's up next hashtag unhooked <laughs> i like that <laughs> so earlier this week i wrote a story for our local rag which we all write for um it was just around gap years and obviously with covid at the moment um students that would have typically taken a gap year next year are not able to do that and instead they're studying. So I thought this was a pretty interesting topic to talk about. Gap years have brought a lot of controversy in the past. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the way I was brought up was 
that you would go to school and then if you wanted to go to university, you would go straight after. There was no taking a break, you know. My mum was very down the line. If you take a break, you won't go back to uni. You won't complete a, you won't get a career and blah, blah, blah. Your life will be wasted, whatever. Um, but I know for other people that gap years have actually been a good thing. So I guess I just want to know your thoughts on gap years. Yeah, see, I never took one. My parents, like, didn't really care. Like, they wanted me to go to uni, but, like, my sister went to uni for a bit. And then dropped out for like a year and then went back and studied something else. But I think mine was more like a mental thing. Like I was like, oh, if I take time off, like I'll fall behind everyone and I'll just, I'll never go to uni. But part of me almost wishes that like I did take a gap year and like take time off, find yourself and then like then go slave away to capitalism for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) And then go and get a job in a very underpaid, underdeserved industry. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, yeah. So I was thinking the opposite. So at school, we all took gap years oh, wow. so like, pretty much it was i wouldn't say it was a minority to not have one but you know my my eldest brother had a gap year my other older brother he like he didn't go to uni but you know he still took time off to sort of do stuff like he went traveling as well and then my twin sister and i we both sort of always knew that we were going to take one and i guess everyone we went to school with was pretty similar so um like we just took it as a like I took it as a time like I, I worked at a cute little cafe that I'm still really close with everyone there. I went traveling and it was really good like over to Europe and I yeah. did you know the hock and thing. Yeah, that's the thing everyone goes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the thing like especially being in WA like you go and you do your like big yeah. Europe trip. But in saying that, I remember going to Europe um going to when I first went back to uni and because I remember finishing ATAR and being like fuck this like i'm so over this and then can't possibly study more oh my gosh but then like having a gap year i remember being like oh this is really good but then being so anxious to start studying again but then also i remember i went away just before going to uni i went up north and i remember being so freaked out like had i made the wrong decision like was i studying the right thing and like turns out that i was because i swapped (laughs) but like still um like i felt like i was giving myself more time to dwell on it yeah and then when i actually went to uni like it was such a big change like it was just moving out of home going into college then going to uni and just being like so overwhelmed and then having to start studying again and set up a routine that was actually pretty difficult yeah so when you took your gap year did you know what you wanted to study yeah well i always thought i wanted to be a doctor long Um, wow yeah and then so then did your gap year change your thought process yeah kind of yeah it was i was like oh i thought it was like always liked thought that i would do it and yeah that but then there was always a really small part of me that you know when i was away i loved photography like that's where i fell in love with photography and i loved writing about it in my travel journal like not that i would ever share it with anyone but (laughs) i was always like no this is mine and i'd love to read it now oh my god i'm actually gonna do that um but yeah and then when I went to uni in my first semester, I remember thinking, well, when I was away and last year, last year when I was even working, like I loved that time on the weekends where I'd, because I've always had a journal that I write in every night. So then, yeah, I met this tutor and he was like, you should swap. And you're like, hell yeah. Okay, yeah, here rational decision, let's do it. <laughs> wow, that's actually a hell big change from like doctor to journalist. Yeah. Like what was I studying at? Wild. I was studying like immunotherapy. Kind of immunotherapy or something. Yeah, like pretty much diseases and bacteria. Oh yeah, that's was actually really interesting. It was really fun. Yeah, I had a friend who did something like that. It is interesting. But I feel like in on that same conversation, damn it, nearly five minutes. (laughs) I feel like even with that same thing, like I was always growing up, I was like five five minutes. I wanted to do this, and then 
I want to do this. Yeah, yeah. I was the same. Like, like part of me always wanted to be like each year I wanted to be something else. So I feel yeah. like it's natural to question. Yeah. Like, and even now, like, we're all, we talk about this all the time. Like, we're still questioning whether, like, yeah. we made the I right mean, choices. I mean, if it makes you guys feel better, I have two degrees and I'm $80,000 in debt, so. <laughs> yeah, but we'll never earn enough to pay it off. So yeah, this is true. But, yeah, I just think gap, the gap year, it was, like, so many positives. But I also feel like I did see that other side of it, like, that people said, all my friends that did go straight to uni, you know, they graduated last year. They graduated last <laughs> year and then now, but then we were, a lot of us were all still together. But then I have friends, I have one friend that took two gap years. But I also think with uni, oh, sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, but I also think with uni, you make new friends mm. and like you become, the older you get, I've always said this, the older you get, the more selective you become with friends. For sure. Yeah. Um, so if you, you still be friends with the people that you want to be friends with at the end of the day. Yeah. 100%. Although it just sucks not being able to stop study with them, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. But then people, like, go off. Like, people go over east, people go... Yeah, you never know where you're going to be yeah. in, like, five years' time anyway, like, so... Yeah, even when we got our jobs, like, who would have expected us to end up in regional WA? Literally. Like, two hours away <laughs> from, like, all our friends and stuff. Yeah. But now we have new friends like each other. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! So if you take a gap year, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. let us know. Are you thinking like of know. taking a gap year? Have or you taken one? Or is COVID changing your mind about yeah. taking one? Yes. Because technically you can't go on a Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you live in Europe. Why go Kentucky? I see heaps of people in Europe, like from the UK, like flying and traveling oh still. Gosh. I'm like, is coronavirus your own deal? Yeah, kills me. Oh, but then like, hot girl summer Portugal edition. I'm like, lol, stuck in Perth. <laughs> but here's another like, beach selfie. <laughs> at least in WA, like we've basically killed COVID yeah. for now. Like those countries, COVID's yeah. still rife. They're just yeah. living with it. Yeah. I'm like, hun, what? <laughs> but that's a topic for another day. For another so. day. So. At the end of each podcast, we've decided we're going to give you a recommendation. Now, this recommendation can be on absolutely anything from books to TV shows to music to, I don't know, a pair of shorts that we found fits really well. Um, so, I don't know if you guys have any off the cuff. I do, actually. Well, we were thinking that the kind of the concept behind our recommendations, aside from them just being stuff we like, is that it's something you can kind of take a break with, you know, because give me a break. <laughs> so mine's a book. Um, I actually haven't finished it yet, so it's a bit of a half-assed recommendation, but it's The Space Between um, by the two journos who run the Shameless podcast, Zara McDonald and Michelle Andrews. Hashtag if you ever want to collab. Literally. <laughs> listen to you guys. Hello. Um, but, yeah, it's like a collection of essays and, like, email correspondence and kind of, list and that listicle type stories and I've only read a couple essays but I'm really enjoying it so far and I've the reviews that I've seen online are really good and it's just kind of like that book that you need to read like in your 20s but they also have their podcast interviews that they like talk about their two biggest essays it's so sad. yeah I've listened to heaps of oh um gosh. heaps I- of interviews where they're talking about their book and their essays and I think that's why it's like my recommendation yeah. as well just because yeah. like even though I haven't read most of it I'm just like I know that there's like some good stuff coming yeah. and they talk about some like real deep topics that like people don't often talk about like sexual assault and like endometriosis mm. hectic so my recommendation is an app, so and it's Ooh. a feature on the app. So anyone that's ever tried Kick, keep it cleaner. <laughs> so they have a little wellness hub now, oh, and yeah. it's like a part of the new update. And I've actually been like really trying hard. I set myself a challenge to meditate. 
because normally I find it actually really hard to like shut off and like stop yeah. my brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get that. And then, um, yeah, so I started doing their sleep. There's a sleep one. It's only seven minutes, seven or six minutes, but I do it every night before I go to bed. And I've actually got to the point now where I'm actually asleep before it's finished. And oh, then, wow. Like the other night I woke up, it was like 2am, my phone was still on, so... <laughs> So that's my recommendation. Meditation. Nah, that's cool. I've actually got into meditation over the last few months because my boyfriend's hell into it. Mm-hmm. Randomly. Really? Yeah, my mum cool. t- kind of told him to do it. And then he got this app. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Mindfulness with Sam or something like that. Some American dude. Mm-hmm. And he like it's a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. And I like hell like it. And we managed to get free subscriptions for a year because we hacked the system. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, the, guys, the people just gave us a free subscription for a year. Because I think you get like 20 episodes for free yeah. or something. Um, oh, and they're just like cool. hell good to just like sit and be present and like focus on your consciousness and stuff. And it's hell trippy. Mm. But like it's good. Especially mm. when you work as a journalist when you're fucking stressed. Yeah. Bad news all, all the time. Literally. <laughs> Um, my recommendation, this is very controversial, um, but the reason I'm recommending it is because it gives you a break from reality and that's what we all need. That's what this podcast is about. Mine is about Emily in Paris. Oh, oh my God. God. So I love it though. I no, love it. I reckon we could honestly do a whole episode on Emily in Paris coming at you next week because I got many thoughts. I know. Okay. Let's be real. It's a stupid, stupid show with a boring and typical and <laughs> just, you can guess the plot line, but it transports you to Paris and like, let's be real, we all need that. We yeah. all need that right now, especially when we can't travel. And her outfits, while they're a bit insane, they oh, do, I do of, get around the outfits yeah, actually. They're, they're yeah. a little bit inspiring at the same time. So I think if you've got to spare, what, couple hours up your sleeve, yeah. take a break. Oh, I also and... love that they're so quick. Like, you'll be like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. episode. I'm not going to lie, I put it on as background. Just yeah, I, it's I one of those shows. Stuff. I reckon the main stars of the show are actually like Paris as a location and the clothes. Because <gasps> Emily as a character... Oh, yeah. But I, I love Lily Collins. Like, oh, oh, same. So and it makes awesome. me so sad that Emily's <laughs> such an annoying, poorly written character. <laughs> but that's okay. It is definitely one of those shows where you can just kind of like have it zone out. When you, yeah, yeah, when you want to zone. It's like yeah. Friends. Like yeah. when you want to zone out and just like, oh, New Girl. But you also want something oh, on new girl. that's oh, funny that on in the background. Was, yeah. So basically there's three TV show recommendations. In <laughs> <one> recommendation. <laughs> Wait, did you say, are you a friends person? Because I'm a How I Met Your Mother person. I am See, not a How I Met Your Mother person. Oh my gosh, that could be another topic. Honestly, we need to shut up. This is like such a debate, How I Met Your Mother or Friends. <laughs> yeah, I've actually watched them both and I get around them both. Yeah, but so I'm not like, I feel like you're either like really hard one or the other. And I'm just kind of like, I watch them both just to like take it off my life list, you know? Yeah, yeah true. Definitely. And also when I moved down here, Friends was on every single night. Oh, um, yeah. It was. It was the best. Yeah, Free to air TV. So I was like, Channel 88 or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, so I'd watch it every single time. <laughs> Anyways. Hopefully you guys can check out some of those recommendations and they'll help you take a break from reality. Until next time we chat. Yeah, we'll be in your ears again next week. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.